This podcast is an HD Smartcast original. Podcast for every mood. Hello and welcome to our brand new podcast PRCAI Pro Talks powered by PR Pundit. I'm your host RJ Annie. The Public Relations Consultants Association of India brings this podcast inviting leaders and experienced professionals to share with listeners latest trends in the world of communications. In each episode, we'll explore the dynamics of the evolving PR landscape and storytelling in the new world order to unravel different points of views about communications that help drive corporate reputation and build brands. Whether you are a seasoned PR professional or just stepping into this exciting field, this podcast is just for you. In this digital information age, good storytelling is about crafting honest, unifying and compelling messages. Within a multi-communication multiverse, the right narrative is no longer just strategic choices, but the very pillars upon which reputation is built. We are today joined by Shiv Shivakumar, who shares believability, trust and nationalism in your messaging, which is key to well-crafted stories and narratives. In this world of social media phenomenon, he shares the concept of apology versus acknowledge while dealing with reputation. Shiv was one of the youngest CEOs of India and is now the operating partner at Advent International. He has worked with over 60 brands in his career and has led many business transformations. Shiv, it is so nice to have you on the show. Welcome Shiv. Absolute delight to be here, ladies and gentlemen. for this uh, edition of your PRCAI so i'm a great believer in this and i always believe that pr works as long as it is one honest it's very important to be honest and that's not easy in today's world when a lot of the business leaders are winging it and i'll cover that next when it's focused that's very important and third it is interesting it has to be interesting if it's not interesting you might as well shut shop so honest focused interesting that's the key element for me as i've seen pr over the years first all of you are in the narrative business all narratives have a structure some of people think that having a structure is limiting to creativity that's not true at all the haiku as a song is a three line song the first line is five syllables the second is seven syllables and the third is five syllables it's a structure but there's enough creativity within that a sonnet is a 14 line poem okay there's structure in our movies so everything has a structure but you have to be creative within the structure and that's what's important do not get carried away by saying you know what this structure is limiting i cannot do my work i cannot do anything that's why this whole thing that i'm putting out is dull and boring never ever say that okay i'll give you simple examples of how structure is not limiting for some people all of us get on get on to aircraft every day almost every day this is a standard announcement which the pilot makes ladies and gentlemen thank you very much we are flying from bombay to delhi the distance of 1700 kilometers will be covered in 1 hour 45 minutes weather seems to be fair but in your interest please fasten seat belts the most boring announcement but there are many people who make it extremely interesting i remember i am a very nervous flyer 
I was flying from Bangalore to Bombay many years ago and we hit a severe air pocket. All the food went over the thing, over the top completely. And then the pilot got on and said, sorry ladies and gentlemen, clear air turbulence, but I think we'll try and do, we'll try and ensure that we have a smooth ride after that. Captain Modi was his name, I still remember, even it's even though it's 20 years ago. When we landed, he did something brilliant, which is narrative. He started counting down from 1,000 feet. He said 1,000 feet, 800 feet, 700 feet, 600, 100, 20, 10, in. The whole plane clapped. 200 of us clapped for him. He knew that nerves were frayed, you know, on the flight when we hit clear air turbulence, but then he did that. A very simple narrative. You can make anything interesting. Okay, it's actually the dull and boring nature of the narrative which actually puts people off PR. So don't do that. Don't make that, uh, you know, dull and boring. Uh, happy birthday songs. There's a company now which is now trying to integrate happy birthday into very different ways. Happy birthday has been sung the same way for the last 200 years. Okay, now people are doing something different. So that narrative again has changed. Okay, so keep both those in mind that you don't need to let a structure spoil your creativity. For example, PPTs have come in. You still recognize the person who does a good PPT. PPTs are standardized. You know, it's a very clear structure. Same thing with speeches. They're very clear structures. But people who do a good job of it, honesty, imagination, etc. and creativity, they always do well. The elephant in the room. AI is here. Hollywood strike is there, etc. We have no choice but to use technology. Right through our careers, right through whatever you've seen. Did you take to PPT or not? Obviously, you took to it. You had no choice. Okay, so AI will also be like that. Very simply put, a PR person who uses AI will always be better than a PR person who does not use AI. A doctor who uses AI will always have more business than a doctor who does not use AI. A lawyer who uses AI will always have more business than a lawyer who does not use AI. So very simply, this technology divide is, will you use it or not? You have no choice but to use it. And every time something gets commoditized by technology, then something goes up the order and then innovation happens. That's what you should be looking for. What can I do differently when everybody is doing the same thing with chat GPT or everybody is doing the same with machine learning or with multi-language algorithms. That's what you need to think about. Step up, go up the value chain. Don't let this constrain you. And this is a you know standard thing. Stories are always about emotions. Never forget that. Stories and narratives can never be a commodity. The narrator can be boring. Stories and narratives are always interesting. The greatest of Bollywood storytellers, the Manmohan Desais of this world, the Prakash Mehras of this world, okay, they've taught us something. Stories are always interesting. It's us who make it dull and boring in the industry. Next, for PR to succeed and flourish in a future world, even if I look at the next five years, you need to have believability. You need to have trust. And one factor which is coming across across the world in nationalism. Everybody is saying, I'm proud to be Turkish. I'm proud to be American. I'm proud to be Indian. I'm proud to be Chinese. That is sweeping the world for the last five years. Nationalism scores have gone through the roof in every single country. And I'll show you some patriotism scores. Trust is crucial in today's world, especially in your industry. And if your narrative is not anywhere near believable, you're in trouble. You're in serious trouble if there is 
zero believability or low believability in your you know speech i looked at the edelman trust uh, report which just got released a few weeks ago or whenever it was and when i looked at this trust report it's interesting the theme of this year's report is navigating a polarized world and i think you as pr people need to understand this that the world is polarized between the haves and the nots okay the educated uneducated between the west and the east north and south whatever line you can draw we are seeing polarization and one of the tricks of whatever you try to do in your industry is unify it you must get unifying messages if you put out unifying messages believe me people will trust you a lot more people will believe you a lot more okay aim for unification messages do not aim for polarizing messages that's my uh, you know point to you if i look at what have been the themes in the past of the same edelman trust report 2022 was the cycle of distrust 2021 was the business most trusted 2020 was competence and ethics 2019 was trusted work trust as a word has come through many of the themes of the year for the last 15 years it's an ever ending theme like love is an ever ending theme trust will never go away in your in your business it's key front and center in your business so please ensure that you keep that in mind to me simply you know trust is you will not hurt me when i am vulnerable that's the simplest definition of trust i can give you you will not hurt me when i am vulnerable and that's what many citizens are saying to many people when they say i want to trust somebody let's look at some elements of this trust and you know give you a slice in three four uh, slides number 1 this is global data i have taken percentage that's india data and how has india data moved between 23 and 22 this study always does on four parameters business ngos government and media globally trust in business is 62 trust in ngos is 59 trust in government is 51 media is 50 globally india scores tend to be high and they've always been high over the last 15 20 years india scores trust in business 80 it went up 2 percentage points compared to before ngos 74 drop by 1 government 76 drop by 2 media 62 drop by 4 okay now you deal with two significant parties here which is business and media in some cases you deal with government also but you deal with two significant people and i want you to think about that okay next let's look at industries which are trusted the top 3 industries and the bottom 3 industries which are not trusted okay let's take a look at that that makes for interesting reading for your business on the low 3 industries social media least trusted number 2 financial services least trusted number 3 energy industry least trusted you know a few years ago the car salesman used to be the least trusted fellow the car salesman has given way to the financial services salesman somebody who is trying to sell you loan somebody who is trying to you know uh, you know hustle you into buying insurance N- look at the number of pesky calls you get while i was coming here somebody called me from hcfc shiv kumar do you want a loan you know it's just amazing they are really peppering you with lots of stuff okay so those are the three least trusted industries the three industries with the highest trust technology education food and beverage I'm not surprised with technology. I've been in technology uh, for a number of years. Most people believe that tech is a force for good. Most people believe tech is a force for good. But more important, people believe that tech 
liberates them to do their best. That's the reason people like technology. That's the reason they will always award it high marks. Because they believe that it's empowering. Compared to everything else, it can be disempowering. Okay? So, whom do people trust in industries like this? Whom do people trust as people? Let's take a look at that. Whom do trust, people trust as people? Bottom three. Government leaders, 41%. Journalists, 47%. People you deal with. CEOs, again, people you deal with, 48%. It's just amazing. There's no difference between CEOs and journalists. So both are cut from the same cloth as far as the global data is concerned. And I think when you sit with your CEO next time, just remind him of this. Huh? Just politely wake him up and tell him, look, you're not trusted. I think you need to wake up Mr. or Mr. Miss or whoever it is. Because CEOs tend to have their nose in the air most of the time. They're not grounded. Okay, this is something which should actually be a cold shower bath for them. Next. Whom do people trust? Neighbors. How many neighbors can you have? 10, 15 at best. If you live in a condominium, maybe 25. Neighbors, 63. My CEO, company I work for, somebody I can relate to, 64%. Okay, again, small bunch. My work colleagues, 73%. So if you want to transmit a message, the best way is to orchestrate it within the people of the organization. That's the best way. Because that has the highest believability amongst people. Okay, and I'll come back to CEOs again in a, in a later slide. So these are people trusted. We saw industries trusted. I talked about nationalism going through the roof in the last five years. I just put out patriotic scores. The question is simply percentage citizens who believe that their country is the very best. Percentage citizens who believe their country is the very best. Top of the list, America, 41%. So one in two Americans believe that their country is the best. They've been believing so for the last 50, 100 years. Okay. I think ever since the Great Depression after that, America has always ruled the world for various reasons. India is a very surprise number two there at 35%. Australia, 34%. UAE, 27%. Saudi Arabia, 25%. Thailand, 25%. Philippines, 15%. Indonesia, 14%. UK, 13%. Denmark, 13%. Any surprise for you when you see that list? Absolutely right. China is not there. That was a surprise to me when I saw it. If you look at the top five countries in the world by population, four are there or three are there. India, USA, Indonesia, they're all there. China is not there. That was a surprise to me. Normally, large country phenomenon comes through when you look at this. But in this case, it's not come through. I don't know why. Okay, maybe you know, time for introspection there. But if you look at Asia or Middle East and Asia, UAE, Saudi Arabia, Thailand, Philippines, Indonesia, India. Six of the ten are Middle East and Asia. Okay, some message there. Next, in your craft, one of the things which is burgeoning right now is influencers. India has 80 million influencers. Not one, not two, 80 million influencers. Okay, celebs are a small portion. In fact, now, I think next year, 24, the money spent on influencers will be more than the money spent on celebrities. 2024 will be a defining year. A few years ago, we argued from the MMA that money spent on digital is higher than money spent on mainstream, which has already happened globally and in India. Now, this is the shift which has happened. India has many celebrities, but of the celebrities who count, 500 actors at best, 200 cricketers at best, I'm stretching it, 200 TV personalities, and 250 others. So if you seriously think of the celebrity pool, 
you're talking of 700, 1000, 1200 people at best. That's your choice. Look at the choice of influencers, 80 million influencers. That is going to determine your narrative in a future world. And a lot of that. Only 135 million Indians can read English. That's 10% of India's population. 45% go with Hindi. So, I believe for you, thanks to social media, thanks to everything, the future is English plus vernacular. Over the last 10-15 years, we've seen the birth of a word called English. I'm giving you a few now. You'll find a Tamish, which is Tamil plus English. You'll find a Kanish, which is Kannada plus English. You'll find a Gujish, which is Gujarati plus English. And you'll find a Bongish, which is Bengali plus English. You'll find all these developing over the next 5-10 years. Thanks to social media and influencers. You'll find all of this coming through. Watch out for it. This is going to be the next big wave for your business in the next 5 years. Your challenge always is this, which is, is my message, whatever I have, my company, my company is growing top line 25%, positive message. My company is declining, negative. Is your message positive or negative is your first dimension. The second dimension is, is the tone I'm going to use positive or negative? All your messaging will fit into these four boxes. The simplest, of course, is your message is positive. You got good growth, good share, good profit, whatever it is. And your tone is positive. You're upbeat, great, etc. That's natural fit. I don't need to tell you about that. You know, you guys are damn good at it. When your business results are positive, message is positive, but your tone is negative. Why, why does that happen? Is it the style of the presenter or the narrator himself is the challenge. And there are many people who are just not able to communicate it properly. Next, is the future a concern? You might have had a damn good year for some odd reason. Luck is on your side and then you collapse. The edtech industry right now is in that frame. Exactly what's happening to them. They promised the moon, they are underground right now. Okay, exactly the opposite. Okay, so you really need to think about when do you temper the message when you've done very well and how do you temper it? The negative, negative message, negative tone. You need serious thinking in this box. You need to sit down with the CEO, with the comms team and say, look, we need to be serious about this. Is there a need to reset the communication once and for all? Is a serious question you need to ask when your message is negative and the tone you adopt is much more muted. On the right extreme box here, if your message is negative and you're adopting a very positive tone, 95% of Indian businesses are there. 95% of Indian businesses are in, in this box when it comes to that message. Okay, I know you are all the merchants of that message, but I'm telling you the truth. Okay, This is puffery. And in a social media world, you'll get murdered. You'll get murdered very quickly and I'll come to that. And you only have one strike at that puffery. You can only build up something only once. You want to collapse again. So mark my words, when the, when the results are negative, be very careful if you tamper with puffery. Be very careful about it. Okay? Different media carry very different parts of a narrative. And your job is to orchestrate it in a very different way. Okay? Different media carry very different parts of your narrative. Let me give you examples. Your top line grows. People will compare you with GDP growth, industry growth, whatever it is. Your market share grows. Some people will compare you. Some people will take it. 
your ESG scores, ESG reporting is good, then the ESG fraternity will report it. If your diversity and inclusion and equity scores are good and you've done some work there, the people side of it, they will report it. So there are many people who will report different parts of your narrative. And your trick is to orchestrate it in a manner so that there's one story which is going through to all of them. There'll be many parts to the narrative amongst all the people that you put out this message to. Okay, so orchestrate this well. And I believe you might have at best a week to do this. Once you put out your message, you won't have more than a week for this. Next, a very new thing which is happening thanks to social media is what I call the apology. Apology was not in your dictionary when you're dealing with print media. Apology was not in your dictionary when you're dealing with television medium. You said what you wanted and you got away. But in social media, apology is an integral part of it. Okay. No CEO apologizes. No company apologizes. But everybody who's on social media is looking to you to see if you've done something wrong, are you willing to apologize? Are you willing to hold up? Now, I think a lot of people are in this box, which is acknowledge, which is to say, I know I'm wrong, I acknowledge it, but I don't say sorry. That's where most people are. CEOs and companies both. Okay, it's acknowledging. Oh, we're very sorry your flight was late. That doesn't say, you know, what's the right words they use? Let me get it. We feel bad that your flight was late, but no sorry. Okay, so they will always try and twist the word to acknowledge that you went through something wrong. But they will never say sorry for it. You know why? Because in their company, the legal guy and everybody says, if you say sorry, we'll be liable to something. So let's not say sorry. But in social media, trust me, if you're honest and you say sorry, people will actually reward you. People will actually reward you. Okay, so have the honesty, have the gumption to stand up and say, I goofed up. I'm sorry. We made a mistake, but we'll correct it. If you do that, you win many more brownie points than just having positive, positive messages. Okay, there are many ways you can turn a negative into a positive message also and think about it. Next, in the past, brands were on their own. Today, one of the challenges for brands is to create communities. Brands are tasked with creating communities. And in your exercise as great PR managers, Please ask this question. Are we com- you know, building communities around the brand that we serve, around the brand that is out there in the marketplace? The more community feeling you can build around the brand, the more successful you will be in your communication. The more successful you will be in your PR efforts. Okay? My last two slides. Okay. In today's world, you are building a company brand, but you also have to con- you know, deal with the CEO brand. If you, a lot of the CEOs make the mistake that the power of position they have equates to a personal brand. Not true at all. Look at the number of CEOs who finish their careers who are waiting for phone calls or waiting for somebody to WhatsApp them. Nobody does it. Because their position was only because of the power they held. They did not contribute to the society at large or industry at large and hence they do not have a personal brand. So every message you put out there will always be a conflict on this. There will always be a challenge on this. And you have to figure out. And everybody will tell you, we'll orchestrate it to the company, 20 people in the company will post it, 30 people will forward it, etc. Those don't cut ice. As simple as that. It's a natural, seductive battle. It doesn't cut ice. Okay? 
so do think about this the narrative on this your narrative must always be about the company brand the day the narrative becomes much more about the personal brand of the ceo and we've seen this in my old company unilever the ceo's you know wedding anniversary was published in you know page 3 and the company headquarters were very disappointed and angry about it that's because ceos focus on these things because that's an ego kick for them or an ego boost for them don't get into these kind of things tell the ceo up front that look this is stupidity of the highest order focus on the company let's build the company and the brand okay that's what's important so my summary of my narrative as i put out to you ai the elephant in the room is here to stay every skilled professional who uses ai will always do better than the professional who does not use ai be it a lawyer be it a doctor be it a writer be it a journalist be it a photographer whoever it is okay ai is in your hands it's your call second all narrative has emotion attached to it narrative bereft of emotion is commodity it's a press release nobody will read it your own family will not read it okay next trust and nationalism are going hand in hand patriotism is at an all time high trust in the country that i work in and this huge degree of nationalism is going through the roof over the last 5 years so the world is divided but unifying messages tend to work and see if you have a unifying message in whatever you are saying there are 80 million influencers you'll see a lot of language adaptation english plus tamil english plus gujju english plus bengali which is going to happen to you the art of the apology in social media is a very important element to learn try a few experiments and i'm sure that it will come out well but try it okay it's worth for you to do it okay brands need to build communities it's just not one way street anymore people expect that the message and the tone is very important even more careful when you have the message is negative and you are a very positive tone that is puffery you can get away with it once you cannot get away with it a second time okay and the personal brand is here to stay while the personal brand is here to stay your sole job number 1 is to build 99.9% of the time the company brand it is not to start by building the ceo brand or the manager brand and putting the company brand behind that never works so focus on the company brand the personal brand is secondary it's not primary so that's all i had to say just as shiv said we live in a world where the narrative must be intriguing and not dull and boring the influence of social media in our lives is undeniable and plays a significant role in shaping the way we communicate and connect this is me annie signing off from prcai protox to stay updated on this podcast follow us at hd smartcast on all the major social media platforms to listen to more such podcasts log on to www.hdsmartcast.com